Okay. Shalom, everybody. Welcome back. And we're getting very excited because we're within four days, be- 40 days before Purim. And like we said many times, that everything starts with Purim. Even though Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the year, and we as Breslaver Hasidim travel to be by our tzaddik Rabbi Nachman for the beginning of the new year, still, he says that even Rosh Hashanah has a beginning to it. What's the beginning to Rosh Hashanah? Purim. Like they say, para. Para is the parasha we read after Purim. Rabbi Nu says, Mi pur naasa para. From pur, pevavresh, which is the short form, form of Purim, is made para. Which he explains as that according to how happy you are, how much you tap into the Simcha of Shabbat, which shines a light of joy that doesn't exist any other time of the year, if you tap into it and you connect to it, you zocher to the, you merit to the purity of the para aduma. And the para aduma is a purification for Pesach. So it's pur, para, Pesach. Fine. So para, they say in Breslev, stands for purim, Rosh Hashanah. Pe, resh, he. And it's a preparation. Your simcha on Rosh Hashanah is a connection for, for is, is the key for coming to Rosh Hashanah. Okay? So because of that, everything is dependent on Purim. And because of that, in Breslev, they make a lot of noise of these 40 days preceding Purim to ask Hashem to let you have the light of Purim, to be saved from the klipa of Haman Amalek and the klipa of all the all the all the all the evil forces and just happened there one second. Don't know why. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah. As usual. Amalek is trying to ruin it, exactly. Okay, here we go. Fine. So, B'zat Hashem, everything is the, in the coming Shabbatot, in the coming weeks, sorry, we'll connect again this Lesson 24 with the ideas of Purim, even though we said it over and over again, but it's Kedai to go over them, B'zat Hashem. But the main thing is Simcha. The Simcha you get all year round really is dependent on the Simcha and Purim. So because of that, a person really should work on being happy, and, not, and that should be the focus. More than anything else, more than Mishloach Manot, Matanot Levionim, and Kreta Megillah, and the Sudan getting drunk, what has to be not dented at all is the Simcha. In other words, Yetzel try to say, ah, you didn't do the mitzvah properly, you didn't drink enough, you didn't do this, you didn't have in mind, and all these things to make you feel down. You say, nothing, sir, <laughs> you're out of the picture. Everything is the Simcha now, that's the main thing, how it works out. And that basically is the test throughout, throughout the year and throughout, throughout life. That the Yetzel is always making sure you didn't do it properly, you didn't do it properly, you're not doing it right, and you're just a nobody and everything. Always, always trying to make you feel sad and depressed about yourself. So our main weapon is Simcha, and that's the gift of Purim. He says, it's such a, it's such a powerful statement, Rabbi Nachman says, that by being enough happy on Purim, that's how you're saved from Chametz and Seor on Pesach. And not just the physical Chametz, but also the spiritual Chametz. Unbelievable. It's such an honorable gift. You would think... We have to be medactic more, we have to be machmir more, we have to learn halacha more carefully and more in depth, and we have to go. He's saying that's not that, you, it's good to learn halacha, but not out of like atzabim, I didn't say atzabim, not out of like uh, pressure and out of, uh, you know, be cool. We learn halacha, we learn to, we're not saying not to learn halacha, 
But where should my emphasis be in investing to have a kosher Pesach? Simchav Purim. Simchav Purim is the key for Pesach. It's such an amazing insight. Who would, who would have thought of that? Now? In any event, we are going to continue. Uh, we're in paragraph 7 of Lesson 24. We're holding by something which is very deep. Rabbi Nachman is now going into a piece of the Kedusha that we say every day. And because he's doing that, we need to just go over the idea of Kedusha with some points from the Chazal, from the Gemara, from the Midrash, from the Zohar, about the idea of Kedusha. Okay, Kedusha is what we say every day. Kadosh, Kadosh, and the Minyan of a quorum. Kadosh, 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 Hashem Tzvakot, Meloch Aretz Kevodo, right? And then the second statement, Baruch Kevod Hashem Mekomo. We say this, I mean, normally Jews say this with a minyan four times a day. Three times in Shacharit. One time is in the brachas, the blessings of the Shema. One time is in the Amida prayer at the Chazara, the, 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 the repetition of the Shemon Esra. And the third time is called Kedusha de Sidra. In Ashrei Valetzion, we say it again with Aramaic translation of the verses. What's going on? What is a Kedusha? Let's see, let's take a look just to read the words of the Kedusha from, uh, from Kriyat Shema in the, in the morning prayer. Okay? It says like this. Um, all the angels, they receive upon themselves all the yoke of heaven, of the kingship of heaven upon themselves, the angels. This is the Nusach Sfarad edition I'm reading. And they give out of love permission to each other. That shows the angels, they have love amongst themselves. They have achdud and love, okay? To sanctify to their to their to their creator, the one who formed them, in a pleasant spirit, with a clear language, a clear expression of speech, and pleasant, kedusha, the kedusha, which is sanctifying Hashem, all of them as one, answer all together. Right? Be'ema and fear interpretation. And they say with fear, what do they say? Kadosh, 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 Hashem Tzvakot Okay? They say, Holy, Holy, Holy is Hashem of hosts, and the earth is filled with His honor. That's from the blessings of Kriyat Shema. Take a look at it, how it's expressed in the Amida prayer. In the Amida prayer, it says like this. We say, there we go. Nakdishach v'naritzach Hashem, we will, we, we're, we're, as a Jewish people, we're talking. We, they're, they're in, 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 in Kretschma, we're like speaking on behalf of, we're telling Hashem what's happening with the angels, even though He knows, but we're making the statement of what has, what's happening with the angels. And then in the Shemona we're saying about ourselves now, Nakdishach v'naritzach, we will sanctify. Na'aratz also means to like make famed. Can, uh, Hashem, uh, and like the pleasant speech of who? of Sod Sarfei Kodesh the secret speech which is a secret because it's not, it's, not, it's not visible to us of those holy ones who are called on fire Sarfei they're burning these are types of angels that are called Sarfim Hamshalashim Lecha Kedusha who these Sarfei Kodesh they triple to you Hashem they make a tripled version of sanctifying your name Kedusha as is written, as written through the hands of your prophets, in part, this is Isaiah, Isaiah, the following verse. Okay? 
they call to each other, similar to what we said in the Baruch Hu. Okay, it says, it said, Zelazeh. And here it's Zelazeh. They call to each other and they say, Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. The same verse. This is a verse from Isaiah. Okay? And then, it's like, sim- in Uval Etzion, it's similar basically. It's similar to the Shmon In Uval Etzion, after Ashrei, it says like this. It says, again, Vata Kadosh, Yoshev Teilot Yisrael, you are holy. The one who sits with the, you're sitting on, your, your throne is made, allowing you to sit on it with the Teilot of Yisrael, the praises of Israel. And right, there's the quote already, and one, this is the actual verse from Isaiah, one calls the other saying, Kadosh, 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 Hashem Smakot. And we say even in the Targum, which explains what does it mean, Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. Umikablin den mindem, right? is like what it says, Rishut Zelazeh, what we said in the, in the, in the Brachas of Kriyachma, of Kriyachma, right? The Kablin den, they receive from each other, and they say the following, Kadish Bishme Meromai Hashem is holy up above, Right where the Beit Shechinte, where the house of His divine divine presence is, Shechinte, Kadish Alara, He's holy on the earth, where He does Ovad Gvurte, where the works of His strength are to be found. Kadish La'alam Ulan Me'al Maya. Okay, and holy is Hashem forever and ever eternally. Okay, and Hashem Tzvakot Malachol Araziv Kare, His His glory fills the world. Fine, that's one type of angels. Tosfot on the Gemara. It's from the Gemara. All this, by the way, Chulin. Page 91a, 91b. Chulin, the commentaries explain who's saying what. These angels are called Srafim. Okay, there's many commentaries on what's happening, but the accepted ex- explanation is these are angels that were created once just to say this praise and then they disappear. They're created just to say once in their existence and their lifetime, the Kedusha, and then they disappear. They're called Srafim, they get burnt. Okay, they say, Kadosh, 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 Hashem Tzvagot Mochatz Kevodo, and they disappear. Okay, why do they disappear? Because it's so intense, the experience of saying that, revealing Hashem's holiness, and then saying, The whole earth is full of His, his uh, existence. It's too much for them. It's too much for them, and they burn out. Okay? The second part is a higher level of group of angels. Two angels could do two groups, the Tosmot says. One group are called Chayot and Ofanim. Both of them have a part in carrying the heavenly throne. So they're higher than these angels called Srafim. The Srafim angels made a statement that's regarding this world. Kadosh, 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 Holy, Holy, Holy is the God of hosts. The whole earth is filled with His glory. The second group, they were coming from a higher perspective, they say something much higher. What do they say? Let's go back to the Kriyachma of uh, the, the blessings of Kriyachma in the morning. The Ofanim, the angels called wheels. Ofanim is like a wheel. And the Chayot HaKodesh is an angel they're called Chayot because it's, it's like an animal, a beast, but it's also Chayot. They have a living essence. Angels have a major living essence of holiness. Berash Gadol. Now they say with extreme noise, mitnasim, and they're elevated when saying this, leumata srafim, sorry, they're elevated facing the srafim who, who made their first statement, leumatam, facing the srafim, once the srafim make their statement, before they disappear, these angels, they praise and say the following, Baruch Kevod Hashem, 
Mimikomo. Blessed is the honor of Hashem, the Gorb Hashem, from His place. What's His place? We don't know. It's way above there. So that's why they're saying Mimikomo. Not from our place, Mimikomenu. You would think the Ofanim and Chayot are carrying the divine chariot. So you think from our place. But they themselves are saying, we have no idea where Hashem's essence is coming from. So all we can say is, blessed is the glory of Hashem from His place. So in other words, the first group of angels, they can only say according to their capacity, the Seraphim. They say, Hashem's glory is filling the earth. The second group of angels, the Ofanim and Chayot, they say, it's much higher than that. You're saying the glory fills the world? We're saying something higher. That blessed is the glory of Hashem from His place. You're saying now, in earth. Okay, I, I get that. Because the goal of creation is to have Hashem revealed in this world. I get that. We want to say, we want to get to the goal of saying, The glory of Hashem fills the earth. That, that makes sense. That's the goal of Mashiach and the final redemption. Right? Hashem is going to be king over all the land. The goal is to have Hashem revealed here. That makes sense. Okay? But still we're still staying a higher level, which makes more sense, and in the long run, is our, is our, is our secret to our con- continuous existence. These angels, the Ofanim and Chayot, they don't disappear. They're long-lasting. The Srafim, they disappear, they melt, because it's too intense what they're saying, even though they're saying something which makes sense, but they disappear after that. The Chayot and Ofanim, they say our secret in Continuity is because we're connecting the glory of the earth to its roots. You guys are saying, but that's dependent on it being blessed from where it comes from. The honor of Hashem is blessed. And because we make that statement and we're holding by it, we're able to continue our existence. Okay, this is pretty deep. We're going to go into this further and further. So that was in the, in the Brach of Kachma, in the Shmon Esrei, okay? It says, it's like a repetition there, it's pretty, it's pretty clear. Le'umatam b'shabachim b'omim, facing the Srafim, the Sarfei Kodesh, b'shabachim, doesn't say who, but we know already from the Brachas of Kachma, that it's the Ofanim and the Chayot HaKadosh, that there, Le'umatam b'shabachim b'omim, Baruch Kevod Hashem Yemekomo, and also Le'umatam b'shabachim again, it's the same idea, okay? So what's the idea here? The idea is, Chazal teach us, that the angels, the whole idea of saying Kedusha, why are we saying it in the first place? Why am I saying what's happening up there? What's the connection? Why do I have to be so careful and doing Kedusha? The Gemara says clearly, the angels can't start doing Shira, praising Hashem, only once down below, we praise Hashem. So that's why the Rabbis instituted, the Chazal, the Anshay, and instituted Kedusha. That when we say down below Kedusha, then the angels have permission to do Kedusha up above, okay? So uh, before the Jewish people took place, the angels were doing Kedusha. That was the whole fight between the angel of Esav and Yaakov Avinu. That he was Vayavek Ishimo Ad Alot They were fighting each other, trying to throw each other down until Alot reached Alot dawn. The angel said to Yaakov, let me go because I have to do Shira. The Ben Ishchai, in his book, uh, his commentary on the Gemara, he says something amazing. He said, what? The angel of Esav praises Hashem? What about the angel of Esav? He's bad. He's bad. He's evil. He's fighting Yaakov Inu. His representation of Uncle Sam, Samich Mem, okay? Lamed Yud, Lamed Yud Tav. He's that representation of evil forces. Why would he praise Hashem? So Ben Ishchai says something amazing. 
He said Shira, singing, is mainly out of thanksgiving. When you do Shira, as a, as a result, as a totsa'ah of hoda'ah, of thanksgiving. When you have to giving thanks, the result is Shira. So the angel is saying to him, listen, if you let me go now, so I will have to give thanks to Hashem that you spared me. You, Yaakov, spared me so that I have excuse to do Shira now. So he's saying, let me go. So I'll be, it'll be considered a miracle for me. And I can now sing Shira. That's the Ben explains the twist very nicely, okay? But the point is, the Gemara says, that the angels up above, all these groups, the Srafim and the Ofanim and the Chayot HaKodesh, they can't do their Kedusha until we do it below. The question is, why do the angels in the first place have to do Kedusha? Why do they have to praise Hashem's holiness? You know, what's, why, 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 why are we even made known about it? And what do we have to do with it? If it's their thing, it's their thing. And it's connected to us. What's the whole idea here? So in context of this lesson, it fits in perfectly well. Hashem wants to show the whole creation that the whole creation is dependent on what's called itaruta diltata, an arousal from below. When the Jewish people down below do the right thing, do mitzvot with simcha, it has a percussion on the entire universe where the climax will be these angels, the, high, the highest part above the sun and the moons and the stars and the firmaments and the cosmos and everything. Above all that are these angels. Who's closest to Hashem in the hierarchy up there in the upper world? It's the angels. These groups of angels, the, the Ofanim, the Srafim, the Ofanim, the Chayat HaKodesh, these are the higher guys. These are the ones right before Hashem. Hashem shows them and automatically all creation underneath them, the sun and the moon and everything, that they're dependent on Am Yisrael. Am Yisrael is greater than an angel. That's all a Jew, a human being, is greater than a Malach. That's why they have jealousy. It's a whole lesson in the Kutimran, that the angels have jealousy on the Jewish man. It's lesson one of the Kutimran, part two. The Kutimran, lesson one, part two, right? That, that, that the angels, they have jealousy on us. Why? Because everything is dependent upon us. It's crazy, because we think in this world where everything's heavy and people are tired and you're out of it and there's so many upside downs in life, you get so frustrated, you don't know anymore if what you're doing, doing, doing even has a value anymore. You begin to have doubts because it's so severe what you're going through, the tests and challenges, and yet the Torah tells us, tells us that no, every good point you're doing has a value. Even in all the ups and, ups and downs and all the setbacks and all the frustrations and all the feelings of futility, still, whatever you grab to do has a value. And not only does it have a value, but all the universes, including the angels above, are dependent upon them. So, when the Jews sanctify Hashem, the Kedusha of Hashem is considered the greatest form of song. When you sanctify God, it's Kedusha. Kedusha is basically a form of singing, of Shira. When we're sanctifying God, we're saying, Hashem, you're holy. Your holiness is found here and it's coming. The honor of Hashem, the glory of Hashem. We are basically singing and praising to Hashem. We're saying it by declaring it. It's not a declaration. It's called Shira. You know, you're called singing. You're praising and singing Hashem about His honor, His glory, and His holiness. Okay? So we doing it below activates up above. Okay? And that, that's the whole idea of this lesson, that what a Jew does in this world, when he does a mitzvah with joy, he releases the mitzvah from the evil domain. And once you release 
It's like a, a, a mitzvah that's covered with a lot of dust and it's choked. Uh, it can't do anything. You have to clean the mitzvah. You have to start cleaning it and varnishing it. And you know, by doing it besimcha, you shake the mitzvah from all the dust. And once the mitzvah, and it's all the rust also, once now the mitzvah is refined and clean because you lifted it out by doing it with joy, the mitzvah like says to you, well, thank you very much. And now the mitzvah can do its job. What's the job of the mitzvah? To wake up everybody. All the way up to the angels, Bezat Hashem. Okay? So, that, with that said, the question is, if now there's two groups of angels, there's a lower group called the Srafim, that say, Kadosh, 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 Melchotz Kebodol, and there's a higher level of angels that say, you should know, blessed is the glory of Hashem from His honor, from His place, and, and that's considered a higher degree. So why don't we just say the second piece? Why do we have to also say the statement of the Srafim? If anyways, the Srafim, the burnt out angels, they make their statement and they get burnt out, showing that it's not lasting. They want to make a statement, holy, holy, holy is the God of hosts. The whole earth is filled with His honor and then they just burn out and disappear, showing it's not lasting. Why don't I just say, Baruch Kevod Hashem Mekomo? Let me just say this. Why, why did they institute that we do both statements? The first one and the second one. If, if the second one makes sense, it's long lasting, why do I need to say the first one? So here is a repetition of creation. If you remember, at the very beginning of this lesson, we spoke about how Hashem designed the creation. Hashem made purposely the creation with a built-in flaw. The built-in flaw is what's called in the Kabbalah, Shvirat HaKelim, the shattering of the vessels. That Hashem purposely created that the level, levels of energy, the Shvirat, to contain light for the creation, they weren't interconnected, they're all individual, ten Shvirat, and they couldn't handle all alone the intense light that Hashem was transferring in them for the light of the creation, they shattered, they blew up. And then once they shattered, Hashem a second time made the creation better this time with now the Sfirot interconnected. So that as if now the energy levels of light go into them, these vessels of the Sfirot, because they're connected, so he has help from his buddies, his other, other Sfirot, to handle. Like Rashi says that rule, that a person, what he can lift up by himself, okay, when he's helped by a second person, they can now pick up three times the weight. You remember that famous Rashi? There's a famous Rashi in Parshat Shlach who talks about the weight of the fruit that the spies were carrying. And Rashi says you can determine the weight of each item based on another, another learning of, of stones that they carried. You can figure out how much they picked up. And you can also learn out, he, says, he gives a scientific rule, Rashi, that two people, when they carry an item, they can lift up three times the amount of what a person on his own could pick up. But that makes, doesn't make sense. If it's two people, so you be able to pick up twice the amount of what one person, because it's two people. No, it's an amazing thing, Hashem made in science, that when two people pick up together, they can pick up in total three times. Meaning that when there's achtud, when there's interconnection with other people, you can lift up much more. So Hashem, the second time of the creation, the second round, He made the Sfirot have interaction. So when the light came down into them to fill them up for the creation, because there, were there was interaction and interconnection between them, the light, even though it was heavy, but they were connected to each other, so they can handle it now. They didn't crash. Okay? So Hashem implanted that in creation, and throughout life and history, this repeats itself. 
Hashem made this setup of life crazy. He made it that it's expected of a person to have setbacks and crashes and overload. It's expected. It's expected because it's the beginning of creation also. It's expected that the Jewish people have a high and then they sin and they crash. They go into exile. And then it's a high and then they crash. It's up and down. There's like an intensity of light. They can't handle it. They crash all over again. We have to start again, but this time doing it right, doing it properly, and this time it's working. But until you're ready for the next level, so there's an intensity, you crash. So this repeats itself. This is, part, this is how Hashem created the beginning of the, of the creation. And it's expected of a person that he has times that he is like a Srafim, that he's on fire, and it's too much light, Srafim, and he's doing something good. I reached the level. Baruch HaKadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh, Hashem, Hashem Tzvagot, Meloch Al-Artz I feel the light of God everywhere. I see the glory of God everywhere, and then he burns out. Okay? And then, but, and then after being burnt out, so now you're being helped, assisted from a higher level of the Ofanim and Chayot. Ofanim and Chayot is also a, a situation now when a person is like wasted, he's so broken, so we, we help him. We like with him a wheelchair. Wheelchair is like the Ofanim, it's a wheel. And the Chayot, they, they, they bring in new vitality, Chayot in the person, and they help him to make a higher statement now. And he's screaming now. It's even, it's a Bikol Rash Gadol. It's even louder. What? It's, it's, it's not an accomplishment to show the light is here. The accomplishment is to show that the light here is connected to the light there. And I have that in mind. Baruch Kevod Hashem Mimekomo. Blessed is the glory of Hashem from His place. And I don't forget that. You see, when you say Meloch Kevodo, you're making it sound like it's detached now. Oh, look at that. The Meloch the glory of Hashem is filling the world. But you're forgetting what, when saying that, you don't mention it all where it's coming from. You're making a statement, the glory of Hashem is filled here, but you detach it to its root. Whereas by saying, Baruch, Kevod Hashem, Mekomo, blessed the glory of Hashem from its place, Mekomo, which is the Keter. So then you're, you're connecting it. You're making it, you're, you fixed the, the previous mistake. The mistake was, I was overwhelmed by the light. What's wrong? I'm saying something good. Yes. But you don't have the capacity for it, and you expect it to burn out. And you're going to burn out. The person burns out, and then at the second stage, the second round, the second chance, the second go he has at it, he's now lifted with the ofanim and the chayot, which is like a healing. And they help him now, that now, Boch Hashem, I can say, Boch Kevod Hashem Yimekumu. Okay? So we, in saying Kedusha, Kaddish, uh, Kedusha it's called, not Kaddish, by saying Kedusha every day, First of all, we give the angels their force to do that. So it's, it's also made known that they're going through is dependent on us. Plus, it's our reminder of what we go through in life. Every day, you have Melokola Arts Kevodo and you blow up. And you have a Baruch Kevod Hashem you get You get smashed down and then you get lifted up from a higher force. Every day repeats itself. It's a repetition, okay? So this is one idea of the, of, the, of the Kedusha. One more thing, the Gemara says there in Chulin, uh, page 92, it says angels only have permission to mention Hashem's name only after three prerequisite terms of praise. Shkoyach, thank you. They say Kadosh, 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 and only after three times Kadosh can they say Hashem. Kadosh, Kadosh, Hashem, Tzavaot, okay? Jewish people, 
can say Hashem's name after two words. Shema Yisrael Hashem. We listen Israel. Hashem, look at it. We're also making a declaration of Hashem's greatness, of holiness. We have after two. And uh, the Gemara there asks, so, how, how, so, but one second. How about Baruch Kevod Hashem? Which is after two. Baruch Kevod Hashem, number three. So the Gemara says there, once the initial angels of the Seraphim said, Kadosh, 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 Hashem, then, then the doors open and the other, the other angels can say Hashem's name after two prerequisite praises. Baruch Kevod Hashem. Okay? So with all that said, now let's look back into Likuti Moran and we'll see hopefully better insights. Okay? Also, the statement of Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh comes from who? Yeshayahu Hanavi. And the second statement, like we said last week, comes from who? Baruch Kevod Hashem comes from Yechezkel. Okay, we spoke about Yechezkel, where he comes from. Yechezkel is rooted in the wasted seed, which, were, which was emitted before the conception of Cain. But this, I don't know if you heard this, but something unbelievable. The Da'arizal says, there was, before Cain was, was conceived on that Friday of the day of the sixth day of creation, there was a little bit of wasted seed which was connected to Cain. Okay? And Yechezkel is rooted in those sparks of, of, of souls to rectify. Like it was, it was, his job was to rectify those sparks of wasted seed, plus Cain himself. That's why in the whole book of Yechezkel, in the prophecies it says, Ata ben Adam, Ata ben Adam, you son of man. So the, the question is, what do you mean son of man? Arizal asks, what do you mean son of man? Son of man and not son of man and Chava. Because it's wasted seed, it's only Adam in play. It's only Adam. It's coming from him. It has nothing to do with Chava. So he was considered Ben Adam. And also that he was rooted in Cain. Cain was the son of Adam. So in both, in both ways, he was Shorsh Cain. So it shows you that Yechezkel had a root of somewhere like something very low. He's rooted in Cain. And he fixed it. That's why his name was Yechezkel. We said last week, Yechezkel has Yud, Chazak, and Aleph Lamid. Yud in the Kabbalah is Chochmah. El is Chesed. Chesed Kel is the holy name associated with kindness. And Chazak, that he did such a job in rectifying the legs. It's considered Adam Arishon's legs. Those wasted seed plus Cain are considered the legs of Adam Arishon, and he was able to fix that, to have that rectified. Okay? Yeshayahu, Darizal says, is rooted in the Keter. <laughs> he's rooted in the Keter, somewhere high, and he's making a statement. You see, it's like, it's like, like this. Like this. Yeshayahu is coming from above, he's rooted in the Keter, and he is envisioning, his, his vision that he gets is of the angels of the Srafim who are saying, Kadosh, 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 Hashem and being burnt. So he's going from up, down. Yeshayahu is rooted in Keter of Bina or something like that, one of the high worlds. That's his root of his Neshama. And he's seeing a vision of the angels down below. So it's like coming from up to down. And Yechezkel, where he's rooted in somewhere low, in Cain, in the seed wasted before Cain. So it's like his root is from the exchange chambers. And he's coming from there. To, and he's, he's envisioning the prophecy of the higher angels who sing, Baruch Yavod Hashem, Mimekomo. Blessed is the glory of Hashem from his place above. It's like going from down to up. Yeshayahu is from up to down. And Yechezkel's vision is from down to up. Okay, fine. So those, the, 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 the two tzaddikim who had the, these prophecies have a say in who they were in the vision that they had of the angels. Okay. So let's see this again. 
this is the meaning of Baruch Kevod Hashem Mimekomo. Okay, like we said, this is Yechezkel chapter 3. It's the end of the initial vision of the chariot. The chariot, the divine chariot is chapter 1 and chapter 2 and into chapter 3. Chapter 3 is like the end of that vision, what he saw, and then it goes into the next prophecy that he's supposed to get. So Baruch Kevod Hashem Mimekomo. Baruch, like we said, Baruch is the hands. Because you said, the blessings come from the hands. We said that already. The fingers are like tzinur, or the channels of blessing. That's why the, fing- the fingers of a human being shouldn't be raised up in vain. You never, you should always, when you raise your hands, you should be in prayer. Some have the custom, you know, some Sephardim, like doing, they raise their hands when they say something. Ben says it's dangerous. So Ben says, do it like this. Open your hands. But, you know, at your level, at the level of your chest, of your, of, your, of your waist, don't lift up your hands. Open your hands to receive, but don't lift it up because if you don't have the right intentions, if you, then you have the danger of what the Zohar says of lifting your hands, empty, has to be accompanied with a prayer, right? So that blessing, we said, is rooted in the hands. So Baruch is the hands. And what is the hands? What is the blessing of the hands? The blessing of the intellect is Baruch. Kvod Hashem. Kvod Hashem is Zebechinat Emuna. The honor of Hashem is the idea of faith. We're going to go more into this, obviously. But just as a starter, not, this, not last week's Parsha Chuma, Parsha Mishpatim. At the end of the Parsha, where it describes Moshe Rabbeinu going into the Arafel. Okay, what does it say there about depicting Har Sinai, preparing it for the receiving of the Torah? That the cloud, the Kvod, the honor of Hashem encircled the mountain, right? Kvod Hashem. I forgot the exact word, Kisai Taharat, I forgot the exact wording of the Pasuk, but the idea is that the honor of Hashem, the Pasuk said that, the honor of Hashem was covering the mountain, and then it says Moshe went into the Arafel, the darkness, the dark clouds, which is where the, where the, God, the glory of Hashem is. So one plus one is two. The honor of Hashem is encircling the mountain. Moshe Rabbeinu went into the cloud encircling the mountain, this Arafel. So it goes to say that the honor of Hashem are the Anan. That's why the, the, the clouds escorting the Jews in the desert were called what? Anane, Kavod, the clouds of glory. Okay? What does this have to do with Emuna? Clear. It's a cloud. I can't see through it. But I have to believe there's something beyond it. There. The honor of Hashem is what? Rabbi Nachman says in Lesson 6. Kvod Elohim. You know this Pasuk? Kvod Elohim Haster Davar. The honor of the Lord is to hide the item, haster, to hide, okay? Emuna is where there's no clarity. There's no clarity. That's Emuna, especially the Keter. For sure, there's no clarity. When you're pushed back in life and you're expected to believe that this is a pre- preparation for the next level, that for sure is Emuna. Forget about the Emuna of learning Torah. We said the Emuna, you have to join Sechel of Emuna. Forget about that, that's the lower level. The higher level of Emuna is that you're expected to believe that your setbacks are really the greatest advancement in your life. The setbacks, after doing good in life, and you have a setback, what did I do wrong, Hashem? I just want to be a good Jew. I want to do this, I want to have a family, I want to do mitzvot. What did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? And you're expected to believe that this is a preparation because you didn't do anything technically wrong. And even if you did, it's shogeg, it's not, you're not amazing. You don't want to do anything purposely against Hashem. You want to do good, okay? So they're expected to have a high level of Amuna, to believe that this is a preparation for the next up, okay? So that's Kvod Hashem. That's Amuna. Both of them, Mimekomo. Both of them, 
they emanate from the Keter. That's the Chidushim. These angels are saying the blessing of the intellect and the emuna that join it, which now on the higher level are the, bring, are the, are the prerequisites for the Keter, they come from the Keter. They themselves emanate from the Keter. In other words, you should know that your challenges to get the blessing of the intellect and the emuna together with it, you have to always have in mind that it's connected to the Keter. I'm looking for the Keter. If the Keter is not involved in my Yiddishkeit and my Torah study, I lost the point. If I'm going to just be, I'm sort of saying, like it's a Litvish program of just the Gemara and Pshat and Pshat and Pshat and live my life according to Pshat without connection, without Dveikud, without connecting it to God, I miss the point. The point is Mimikomo. If, if not, then I'm in the category of the Srafim. <laughs> okay, you want to be low-key, melokol arts, kevodo, everything is just down here. Okay, but expect to get burnt out in life. Expect to have set major, major failures where you can't get back, can't beg up anymore. Like a Srafim, you just burnt. You're over-expired. Expect that to happen. You want lasting existence? You need to have mimekomo. You have to always be connected to the Keter. I just saw something amazing this morning in Rav Nosson's letters. Rav Nosson's letters, they say in Breslov an oral tradition that Rav Nosson, he said, I received from Rabbeinu uh, a teaching that if I, would reveal, if I would reveal it to other people, they would lose their free will. So because of that, I can't reveal it to anybody because what, what, what benefit, what, what, advance, what advantage will be of your service of Hashem if it's not coming from your free will? If I reveal this teaching and then you lose your Bechirach of Shid, you lose your free will, so of, of what value is your service of Hashem? Okay, so he said, I received at my capacity, Rav Nosen, at his capacity, he was able to accept it and not lose his free will. But he said, the world, if they would hear this statement, they would lose their free will. So there's a breast of oral tradition that nonetheless... Rav Nosen hid this dibur, this teaching, in one of his letters. In, in, in his letters, Alim Chufa, and some say in one of his prayers in the Kutei Tfilot. That's why Rav Nosen's teachings require very slow digging. You got to go into his teachings carefully and, and look at every detail, because perhaps you will uncover the light of this hidden teaching that will change the rest of your life. You'll lose your free will, whatever. It'll change you, Bezat Hashem, okay? So Rav Nosim, he says something amazing. He says, today, there's nobody who brings into Jewish people Kiyum HaTorah like the Rebbe. Because Rav Nosim was suffering tremendous opposition. You can't imagine the opposition he went through. There was a young man who started in close to the breast liver Hasidim. And his father was from the opposition. And his father said, and, and his son, look what the father said. He said, from now on, I let you only to learn one page of Gemara a day. Anybody who learns all day long or learns more than one page of Gemara is a breast liver. That's what they were going through then. Crazy. He said, if you're learning more Torah, which is something good, he said, I'm not going to take, I'm not going to support you anymore because you're a breast liver. So Nosson says, take a look at what's going on here. They're not against Rabbi Nachman's teachings. These people are against Yiddishkeit. How could it be? He says, that's the craziness of this world. Today, we're flipping out. We can't believe how crazy the media is and the free Palestine and all the things. We just laugh. We're saying it's so ridiculous what people are saying. You did something bad. And it's like they're trying to go against logic and rationale 
basic logic rationale of who deserves to be punished or who deserves this or whatever. It's like crazy. What, what people are saying, you know, like they're saying, they say to them, how about the kidnapped and everything? Look what's happening to the babies in Palestine. Look what's happening in Gaza. Yeah, but you guys kidnapped. You guys killed people. No, but, but like you're covering it up. It doesn't. It doesn't make, it's, it's, not, it's like a normal way of thinking, right? So we, we're freaking out today. What's happening in the world? But what happened in Rav Nossin's time was also crazy. That from people of Beard and Pais, they he said they're they're not against us. They're against basic Yiddishkeit. And we're talking about religious people. For they get so caught up in their shtusim, in the Narshkeit. In Sheker, in Hashkafa, they get so detoured from Tmimut and Pshitut in a simple, direct approach to serving Hashem that they can reach a point where now they're against even Beg Sevi He said, whoever learns all day is a breast liver. I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to support you, my son, if you learn more than one page of Gemara every day from now on. What, what in the world? What, what in the world? Just to show you what, what they were facing back then, he said, so based on the craziness in the world, it's such a miracle that we were zochet to come close to Rabbi Nachman's teachings before this happened. Because if you would try to come close after such an like antagonism and such opposition, it would never work out. It would never work out. It was so bad, they were tearing up the books. They were tearing up Bresla books. Books that give us such encouragement and light, they were stamping on them, tearing them, putting them in the, in the, in the what's it called, the mountains of the, of the dung, of the, of the horse manure on the streets back then with the horses. Look at him in the garbage. Can you believe that? What's going on? What against halacha, against Torah? You don't do it for safer. You know, that's how bad it was. Okay. So the 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 thing is, because of that, because of the danger of trying to reveal Hashem in this world and focusing on that and losing the focus of the makom, right? That's why the follow-up to Baruch Kadosh, 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 Hashem Tzagot Baruch Alaretz Kevodo. The follow-up is Baruch Kevod Hashem Mekumo. You can't stay stuck at Kadosh. It's the initial stage. And Srafim are saying it, which is the hint that you'll get burnt out when you, and it's expected. Your goal is to reveal Hashem in this world. It's expected. But expect to be burnt out after that. Yes. Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. Hashem Tzagot Baruch Alaretz Kevodo. And then you're burnt out. Okay? And the thing is, do you get back up with the Ofanim and Chayot HaKadosh, the wheelchair we said. Ofanim was like the wheelchair. Chayot HaKadosh, new chayis, new vitality, and make the higher statement now with more strength. Okay? Baruch Hevod Hashem, Mimekomo. Blessed the honor of Hashem from His place. I don't forget where it's coming from, okay? In Kadosh, 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 we have a hint to what Rabbi Nachman said earlier in the lesson. He said, if you remember... At the end of paragraph six, v'ze bechinat emunatcha bikal kedoshim kodesh v'ze bechinat mochim. Okay, he wanted to prove that you have to put emuna in the sechel. Sechel alone is not enough. You need emuna. So Rabbi brought this fourth pasuk, this fifth one. Sorry, Hashem, your faith is in the kahal of the kedoshim. What is the kahal of kedoshim? Chokma. Bina Dat. He says, Kodesh is the Mochin. How many Mochin are there? There's Chokhmah, Bina, and Dat. So that's a Kahal Kadosh, is Emuna. Okay, so now what? watch this. Kadosh, 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 Chokhmah, Bina, Dat, the mind, the Mochin. 
We said Kvodo is, is Emuna. He says, Kvod Hashem, Kvod Hashem is Emuna. So also in the first statement, we're making a statement, the earth is filled with Hashem's glory, which means Hashem, the earth is filled with Hashem's Emuna. Okay, so that's Kadosh, 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 and Emuna together. So I have the Mochim and Emuna together. That's first level. That I'll get burnt out. That's the Srafim saying that. The follow-up is to say the root of Baruch Kvod Hashem. Baruch, yes, it's the blessing of the intellect. Kvod Hashem, yes, that's Emuna. But at the root, the Mesader, remember we went into this, that the Mesader is the extension, the root of the hands. It's with the, with the hands, your Mesader. Okay? And Meyashev, to settle, is the root of Emuna. Because only when the mind is settled, do you have clear Emuna. When the mind is like this, you don't have Emuna. When the mind is settled, then there's clarity of Emuna. So that's the root. Me'asadar Me'ashev is Baruch Kevod Hashem Mimekomo from the Keter, where, 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 where at, at, that, at that level it's called now Me'asadar and Me'ashev. So that's the follow-up. That's the follow-up. What Rabbeinu is trying to show us here is how you can have continuity for Abad Hashem and make it to see your final redemption visit Hashem. There are those who get stuck at Kadosh, 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 Nochatz Kevodo, and that's it. Chaval, you wasted it. It was a good, a good plan, it was a good idea, but you stopped too early because you didn't connect to Mekomo, to the Keter. You just looked at the earth exclusively. Finito, finito. I need the follow-up, which is Baruch Kevod Hashem Mimokamo. That is my continuity. And it's with Rash. Berash Gadol, Bidnasim. And the Kedush of Shabbos morning, we say it nicely. Right? It's the, the Ofanim and the Chaut Kodesh. They give the higher level. For who is the higher level? For the one who's after the Keter. And to go back to what we said, Rabbi Nachman said about himself, I'm a man of Pele, which is the Keter. We said Pele is the Keter. The whole thing of Rabbi Nachman and his teachings is to connect people to the Keter. If you're not, you're losing the point. There's going to be no continuity to you. You just want to be on a regular kolel and to have your Yiddishkeit, but it's not connected to the Keter. You're not going to be able to stand, you're not going to withstand the, the intensity of the Shvira of Kadosh, 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 Hashem, Tzvalod, Merachatz, The Shvira is not coming from the bad coming. Like we said, Plishtim, remember Plishtim, what's happening in the world of the Palestinians? Plishtim is Milashon Mefulash. People who have too much light and don't have the kaling for it. So when the Srafim say Kadosh, 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 they don't have kaling for that, that, that level of, of, of a statement and, and uh, expectation and the mentality, they burn out. Okay? That's wrong. That's, and then when a person burns out, evil comes in. Evil doesn't come in by itself. Evil comes in life because people let it in. How do people let it in? When they crash. When people crash, they let in the Sitracha comes in. The Sitracha can't attack, attack a person who's in the holiness. He waits for a person to fall into Atzvut. He said that in the beginning of the lesson. In the beginning of the lesson, he said that Atzvut is Tokef Adin. The Dinin come to a person when he's sad. You hear that? As long as you're able to maintain happiness and feeling good and you're, and you're in the ball game, the Yitzhak can't come in. Once you crash and you feel bad about yourself, that's when the Yitzhak comes in, okay? 
So what's the problem? These, these, these people who are holding by Kadosh, 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 Hashem Tavachotz Kevodo, which it seems praiseworthy, that goal, but they stop there and they crash. They don't have the Kalim for that. So there's a crash. And that's by everybody. The thing is, who gets back up? Who gets back up? But the ones who are with the Srafim, the, the Ofanim, the Chayot HaKodesh, they're able to say, Baruch Kevod Hashem Mekomo, and there's continuity of them. Okay? So it's two types of Jews, two types of people in this world. We're saying the Kedusha to let people know every day of the setup. The scenario is that there's going to be a, a burnout. Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. But the most important thing is the follow-up, the seven-up. You're getting back up, Ofanim and Chayot HaKodesh, like giving back the respiratory. Chayot is like, he's like, you know, he's like, <laughs> And you're giving him back like punch, pumps to get him back to, 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 to life. That's the chayot. And Ofanim is get him on the wheelchair, get him on like, the hospital bed. Ofanim is like wheels. Let's take him to the ambulance already. Let's go. And he, he has the follow-up. He's able to say, So we're saying the Kiddush every day to remind us of the scenario. The burnout's going to happen. Srafim's going to happen. But you need the follow-up, the Ofanim and Chata Kodesh, and make sure it's there. But that only happens if you're striving for Mekomo. If you're not starving for Mekomon, you just want Melochal Arts Kevodo, forget it. Okay, we'll stop here. I think that was, uh, that was good enough. And Bezat Hashem, hopefully next class we'll begin to throw in poor details again. Bezat Hashem. Thank you for coming. Shkoyach. It's too deep, no? Yes. <laughs>